get up to the crescendo, and then you make the choice where everything falls. And that, yeah. that's that's so much better. It's so much better yeah. to get that peak and then that valley. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, yeah. But that was that was really fun. I had a great time. Good, I, good. I came home and wanted to tell Amanda about it, but she was <laughs> she was asleep. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, All right well, uh, welcome to Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. It's, uh, we, we seem to be tracking on Fridays now as our, our recording days. It's been the last few times that we've done this. Yeah, they're really easy days around here, so yep. it's good. Yeah, we, we have no schedule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so we haven't recorded in a little bit since uh, before Christmas when we kind of did our end of the year our, thing. Our, yep. But we our actually did a, we did a meeting last week. We were, we were unable to meet in the office, so we, we couldn't record. Right. But... We put together a whole big list. Uh, we decided that in the new year, we were really going to try to jump on uh, bread and circuses and, yep. and make a, um, a lot of progress as fast as we could for both Verona and Pun Pong and, and everything else. Um, so we put together a list of everything that we needed to get done with some dates. And we thought that we would just basically go over that list right now. Um, of let's what, see how we did. See, Let's see how we did. Absolutely. So the first step that we had was that we were talking about um, back when we were teachers for a day. Yes. Uh, we did some play testing for Council of Ronin and Council of Creepies. Uh, and we took a bunch of notes when we were there. Right. Um, and we made some corrections and stuff, but we wanted to refer back to those notes. So you found those notes yep. so that I could update the cards. Indeed. Um, and then we made you made a PDD based on that, which uh, if our listeners don't know, do you want to maybe run down what a PDD is? It's the product definition document. Okay. So the PDD is where everything for the game lives. It's a big Excel. And it's got breakouts of, you know, the box and its box size and everything in the box. And then we even break out into, you know, if there's a card, I did a tab where the cards, you know, we all the info for the cards. So it's what image goes here, what's the text, what are the icons, all of that stuff. So when you complete this, you can then make sure, okay, we have everything, we know what's in the box, and now we can get a graphic designer. Got it. Yes. And um, so, and so, and, and here's the first big question. Uh, is, is that ready? Are we, do we have a complete PDD? It, uh, needs the cards from council of Verona funnily. Oh, okay. So that the text from that needs to be put into the PDD. Got it. And we've got uh, the game here with and us. Today. That's why I asked you to bring the game because <laughs> funnily, uh, normally you can find this content online. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've just, it's been a hectic work week. So I've been in the office mostly. Um, and I can't find a copy of Verona. So I went online to the old board game geek figuring there'd be PDFs, etc. And there's not. Hmm. So I couldn't find the card text. And uh, the only stuff I found out was that there's a uh, foreign language edition of Verona that looks pretty. Oh, interesting. So that's news to us. Yeah. Um, looks pretty good, too. Uh, but I couldn't find that text. So now I will add this text. And without that, we couldn't have sent it to a graphic designer because they wouldn't know layouts and all that they need. Right. Everything. So uh, right. we'll stop. That'll be 30 minutes of work and then we'll be ready to rock. Great. Well, and the good news is I've got four other copies of Council of Verona at home. So Perfect. You, can, uh, you can go ahead and take this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll keep this one in my office for when we meet. Uh, it'll be the office copy because I'm sure we'll refer to it again. Uh, you'd, and then the other thing we needed for that PDD was a secret stretch goal that mm -hmm. you uh, prototyped. Yes. And I think it's a, a huge, huge, huge improvement to player experience for Council of Verona. I think so. You know, there have been a couple of games that came out this year that utilized this resource in the game, this asset. Um, 
and it's been in every instance that I have used this asset um, it's been really great for both each player's experience and for the thematic experience as a whole mm -hmm. uh, so I really hope that we're able to get this stretch goal I think it's probably going to be if not our first stretch goal one of the first stretch goals that we have uh, because it's it, I, yeah I, I like I'm of the opinion of I don't I don't want to do like the the upgrading card stock stuff like I, I'm hoping quote wise we can get a pretty good card stock off the bat mm -hmm. and just stick with it um, and then if people in the comments somehow want it does it, you don't shuffle this game enough to where us going to black core makes sense no and it, you know it's a 17 card game so yeah. there's not even really that much shuffling to be done no so we're gonna go with a pretty standard good we're gonna start with good mm -hmm. and if we need to go to best we'll go to best but okay. um, Great. But yeah, this is this should be it's the most useful stretch goal. It makes the game better. So all right, so PDD, that'll be done today. Got it. Uh, yeah, um, I, I finished that prototype for, for that asset. Yeah. Um, the next thing we did was that we uh, ha I had to send an email to all of our designers that we're working with to give updates. Yes. Um, and not just a blanket BCC happy holidays email like one of us suggested. Correct. Uh, they are personalized emails that because say, we care. <laughs> this is what we're working on and where where are you in yes. your process right. and um, how, how are things coming and uh, you know hopefully we'll be able to pull some people onto our show as well and, and have some new guests or some right. returning guests in the future yeah uh, so that was really good we got responses we, we had a good time with that um, that was just trying to be professional and be friendly and, and kind of check in yeah that was great yeah good, good updates and I think uh, the first uh, guest that we'll have on next will probably be Rocco yeah um Notice how Nate doesn't say last names. Uh, so Rocco, the game we have from him is Picture It, mm -hmm. and uh, we've that's coming up quick in the lineup. It's something we can execute, um, and so Rocco has has said he would come on, and he's an interesting guy, and I'd like I'd just like to talk to him. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a that? little bit since we've checked in, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's definitely as of right now. I think I think we're pretty much locked in. That's going to be the next game that we. Uh, run after Council of Verona. Yeah, and that's you know we're gonna balance out art art budgets and this and that and picture it's not a very heavy art budget game and it's a game we can we can get to, I think you know one for one with a some fun art and then a, a drawing game and and so yeah 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 we'll do picture it and then you know we blew our art budget will maybe be next I don't know we'll, if we'll we can talk. get it in time I think that as soon as we finish with Council of Verona um, that's yeah. when we're gonna start looking for artists for uh, creature feature. Which we have officially... Hey, oh, that's a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, we came up with a name for Creature Feature. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell them what it is? It's Creature Feature. Yeah. <laughs> so John sold me uh, because in the pre-marketing, we realized he came up with the term Creature Fe Feature Teaser. Yes. And I was like, that's too catchy. So uh, <laughs> I am stopping the fight with, uh, with, with Eric and John, and, and Creature Feature is officially the name. I've made peace with it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we've got some it's fun, a good name. We've got some fun promo type of material coming up, uh, hopefully soon, for Creature Feature that'll let uh, you and, and whoever else uh, wants to play a little bit of the game to get a sense of what it's about before that we um, start to ship out a 150 card uh, behemoth of, of art yeah so uh, that's going to be nice that's going to be coming up um, the next thing we did was we started putting together campaign text for yes. uh, Council of Verona so I was able to complete a first draft yep I have it up on my screen yeah I, I think it's fun uh, you yeah. know we we used our pun pong uh, text as, a, as basically a template um, to kind of say, okay, well, this is these are the things that we covered in that. What new 
pieces of information mm-hmm. do we need to add in here? How do we need to change this text? How do we need to uh, add things that weren't weren't in the other one? I think we've we've got that. Um, there's definitely going to yeah. be some sharpening. There's definitely going to sure. be some some interesting fun fun bits there. Obviously, there's going to be some graphics, some gifts. Yeah, we'll have to. That should probably be for the next week. Is call out what our initial graphics round for this page. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I've got some stuff in in brackets, but there's probably going to be more. Yeah. Um, so that's that was something. Uh, it's. It is what it is. We've got a, a sure. list of hopeful stretch goals. We've got yep. a list of, of what we're kind of hoping to achieve with that. Um, and that'll mature as we get closer to that, that launch date. Uh, the next thing we had on our list was a marketing plan. Yeah. That was, that was, that was one that was uh, sent over to you. That was sent over to me. So, I mean, I have my generic marketing plan uh, for what I do for Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So I have that, but we need to add some Verona twist to it because we've talked a lot about schools and so we really need to have a conversation of how to market this and tie in the schools because uh when we had our days teaching um the the teacher immediately ran to the english department and was like this is something and she asked her kids would you want to play this and we realized that's a really good opportunity for us so um we're gonna have to that's i think where we have to put the bulk of our creativity i mean there's obviously playbooks out there for marketing already for Kickstarter, um, you know, the, the standard stuff, but the breakouts have, have different, um, do something new. And so if we want to be like an out of nowhere, like a growl or a, uh, orphans of lost Abbey, we need like the, to find that angle and those partners. And so I've put, uh, I've definitely been in touch with a lot of partners okay. for marketing, um, kick rocket and, and new guys on the scene. I'm trying to use newer people. Uh, but I have not yet cracked how we go about getting into the schools. And I would like to figure that out. Yeah. Well, you know, I can send another email over to uh, the t- teacher, Miss Nidri, um, and see if she has any ideas and if we can maybe start talking to those English teachers. Cause she, uh, she wanted us to get in touch with them, too, and they may have some more uh, ideas for us. So we can get moving on that. Uh, the next thing on our list was to source artists for creature feature promos. Uh, which we have not done, no, but no. but we are in luck because our Eric, yeah. incredible designer Eric Slauson basically put together a list for us. Yeah, um, that he did a really stellar job, not only putting down the artists, but he put in uh, art from them and really did a great job with that. So uh, you know, yeah, obviously so we kind of had that hit list. We did, we did. Uh, so we were kind of able to leave that to the wayside a little bit, just because we already have so much there that we, you know, obviously we're going to want to do our own research on top of what he's done but um, he really set us up to to knock it out of the park already Uh, yeah so so that's really nice that's good Uh, let's see pdd for quoting that's that's the same thing uh Uh, we're having a meeting with a very special guest who we who will appear on this show i promise you'll all get to hear him uh so we're meeting with uh, jeff bellinger here after we record yeah um of of killer bunnies fame Mm -hmm. um because i i think we can i think we've already announced this maybe i can't remember i can't remember what we i don't know we just ramble it's fine (laughs) uh we are going to have an exclusive character for the uh, council of creepies variant game yes uh which is going to be killer bunny yes and so we're having a discussion today I mean, it's not a killer bunny because, you know, that wouldn't be something we would do because we don't have the rights. Sure, sure, of course. Of so course. it's not a, it's a, it's a murderous hair. Ah, all right. And it will be drawn by Jonathan Young of Killer Bunnies. Perfect. Guy just likes drawing rabbits, John. Hey. You there know, you go. Yeah, murderous hair. Well, not well, in any way affiliated with 
Killer bunnies. Killer bunnies. Of course, of course. I, I, I clearly misspoke. Yes. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like in Breaking Bad. Jesse's talking to Jane about the the person who wrote, drew drew the doors. Fifteen, sixteen different paintings of the same door. She goes, "Is he trying to get it right?" She goes, "Well, maybe she just like drawing doors." Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm still talking Breaking Bad. This is this is the Breaking Bad podcast. It really is. Uh, you we, know, Salvador Dali painted like a hundred kite strings. I saw it in Spain. Really? Kite strings. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Were they attached to kites? No. Oh, all right. Okay. Sure. Uh, next, we had our stretch goal list that we put out. Uh, got it. We've got that. That's pretty good. Uh, we have a graphics need list, not only for the game, but for the Kickstarter. Right. Um, that's being updated as we go, but I think we've got a pretty good handle mm-hmm. on what we need. It's a, We've got it as a full document, and we'll go over that in a later episode. Well, probably once our Kickstarter is actually up, we'll, we'll go through that and talk about it so that can kind of understand further what what goes into that yep. um and we wanted it we this is kind of fun we decided uh because we're having just the verona box but it is coming with an entirely separate game in the box right. two 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 games for one two games for the price of one that's right uh we needed to have some way of alerting people that there's also a separate game of of council of the creepies in the box so i think we were looking at stickers yep and uh, we're coming up with some fun ideas for how to execute that um, let's see what else do we have we had the marketing plan that's we've already talked yeah. about that um, oh we did we have the fix the card for for Michael yeah so we got to do that uh, so I, I we sent in a couple of ones because I already said I gave them two in the email oh yeah so the idea here is that there is one card or rather two cards in the game of Council of Verona that um, we got some feedback on and we found in our playing um, it didn't really behave the way that we, we thought was in line with, with the quality of the rest of the game. We just felt Correct. like they were kind of lackluster. There were two cards. Um, so we had some ideas of how to make the game a little bit more competitive and uh, kind of shop up those, the, those two cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but because the original designer, Michael Eske, Eskue? I don't say last name, John. My, because Michael, the yep. original designer of the game, uh, is still the designer. Handsome dude, by the way. Oh, did you see his it's picture like for the for the, uh, yeah. the Comic Con that he's going to, where it's all the ice in his beard? Yeah, it's like a mountain yeah. man. It's really cool. Yeah, it's handsome. It's a cool it's picture. A big old dude. Looks like Logan. <laughs> Put him um, in the game. But in any case, uh, we didn't want to step on his toes and just change one of his cards. So what we did was I came up with a few solutions, and mm-hmm. I put those um, in a list, and I sent them over to Nate, which apparently has been not not seen yet. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Tearing up for war and having uh, a terrible week over that's here. A, that's okay. Uh, so we're going to forward those ideas over to Michael and see if he approves of those. And, and if he does, then that'll be great. If he doesn't, then I will think of some more ideas. There you go. Um, I started working on the script for our Kickstarter video. Awesome. Um, don't have a full one yet, but it's, it's incoming. We've still mm-hmm. got a little bit of time on that, so that's not too bad. Uh, well, this is one that I feel like we're going to get dinged on. We, I don't think we did this one. Well, well you were going to be surprised. Oh, did you? Oh, well, you're going to be surprised. Oh, okay, all right. So this is, we needed to find some partners, uh, potential partners, to do preview videos. Got him. Got it. Oh, yeah. Look at me. I was doubting you. Wow. Oh. Got him. Board Game Revolution. It's very highly likely going to be Board Game Revolution. Oh, very cool. Yes. Oh, they're great. That's okay. who I want to work with. Uh, Colin and... I apologize. Let's see. Colin and Thomas have both... There you go. Both Mm. in... I'm showing John that I'm I'm having Facebook conversations with both of them. Yeah. Both excellent. Both very communicative. Both very on top of it. 
people I want to work with. Beautiful. People Beautiful. I want to work with. Trying to narrow it down to that in life. Yeah. Found us a printer I want to work with that's uh, going to solve a lot of problems. That's also good news. He just did me. He bailed me out of, boy, a situation. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just told him on the phone. I said, look, Jay, I want to give you more work. Tell me what else you print. If okay. you print it, I'm coming to you first. And so another good resource. But that's, that's the trick to working with me. Solve a problem. Stay on me. And, uh, and, and I'll give you all the work and, and you'll solve it. And so, uh, BGR has been like that. They've just been on it nonstop. I met with, uh, actually I met with several partners, uh, uh-huh. this week on both printing. I told you about the other guys. That's, uh, it's these guys. I'm not going to say this partner yet because sure. I, I don't want other people using them. <laughs> I'm holding them as our, an unfair advantage for us. Okay. But for both marketing, manufacturing, printing, Social media, like they're going to be a partner that's going to come in and play a bunch with us. All right. I've met with them twice and they're too expensive for our preview video, but BGR isn't. So boom. So I have done a lot of work on lining us up partners. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. I think I've realized in 2019, you and I do a lot and we should, when we focus on this company, we should do what we're best at. And if we're not good at that thing, we should use money and other people. Are you saying that we're not good at social media? (laughs) <laughs> our once every four days Facebook post I think is probably top of the line uh, four days that's that's a lot more than I, I post I, yeah, we, we, get, we get some posts up there you know okay. we, yeah I didn't even post the holiday card on there which was such an obvious yeah. light grab that would have been really good yeah yeah, yeah no. no but yeah we're gonna we're gonna use some partners here so if okay. we throw our unfair advantage of connections and money at this then hey that's what we do and we bail ourselves out of the the reliable you know i got my my brother is trying to do his own taxes for his business oh wow don't do that that's um that's a lot yeah as we as we saw last night uh we we, we, oh god uh, this is a good segue because we're about at the end of our list okay uh so we so we have our our, so that's it so we're yeah we're we accomplished what do you think 85 percent of what we set out to i think that we did a good job i haven't i have it'll tie into my thing on life 85 percent now is okay with me it used to be a hundred or death 85% 85% is now okay. And I'll get into that when we talk about our things for the week. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so one thing I, I learned that I'm bad at and, and need help with. Um, so we, we play this Dungeons. very and, funny, actually. We play Dungeons and Dragons, actually, with our lawyer. Uh, he's part of our group, uh, our D&D group. And so I had a company that I had started in, an, in another life when right. I was just trying to break into the industry. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I had my own company name that it was going to kind of carry along with me. I, I had no idea what I was doing is, is the lesson here. Um, but I opened up my own LLC called Keyhole Games um, and and partnered with IDW to make King of the Creepies. That's and then right. promptly what I thought shut down that LLC because we started talking about uh, getting bread and circuses together. Right. And I said, well, I don't need this this other company that I tried to make sure. by myself. Um, so I... and and. My lawyer, Cameron, thought that we closed down that uh, that company, but I keep getting these letters in the mail uh, saying that I owe money for things. And I'm like, well, I keep emailing them back, too, through the government website. And I'm like, yeah, but the company doesn't exist anymore. It was dissolved. It never really did any business to begin with. Um, it's, it's, it's just not a, it's not a company. It doesn't exist. So, so no, I'm not going to pay you $300. And then I was like, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just hold on to these for, for a rainy day or, or if I ever happen to remember when we're hanging out with, 
with my lawyer. Um, and so yesterday, I, I tossed them over to Cameron and uh, he looked at him and discovered, hey, business has not yeah. been officially dissolved. It exists. It's still active online somewhere. Um, so we're going to go ahead and try to shut that thing down. Yeah. Oh, I have those docs. I can forward to you. Yeah, that was very funny. And, and we're nerdy enough at our D&D session that, you know, we're all playing by laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so he just was on your Wi-Fi anyway and went over the side and said, oh, no, that's active. So that was pretty yep. good. So, yeah, yep. the, the D&D is, man, it's a, we're just playing in the future. We leveled up last night oh, yeah. and that was so simple. Yeah. It wasn't the like 45 minutes and four source books it used to be. Right. God, what a, what a, just what a treat. And you're running a great campaign, oh, by the way. You made you. some moves last night with story <laughs> elements. Oh, just genius. So, so we had started our campaign. We're... we're Loosely running uh, Curse of Strahd. Um, I say loosely because it's, there's some there's some deviations, uh, but that's a, that's what a good campaign is. Is, is right. yeah, you, you, you use the source material as, as inspiration, and then you kind of go off book when you need to. Um, so we went into the the uh, area of of uh, Barovia, and yep, they right. went into the Death House. They were lured by it's a couple called of children. The Death House. Yes, yeah, yeah. the actual place is called yeah, the Death House. Yeah. They're lured into this house by a couple of kids who said that they had their younger baby brother crying in the attic. Give and, me that baby. And there was a monster down in the uh, basement. So the team went and they, they fought some, some ghost nursemaids. Mm-hmm. Um, they made their way all the way up to the attic where they discovered that the children were in fact ghosts. They found the bodies of the children, the skeletal remains. And Nate got a little angry. I was going to kill those ghost kids. So what, what did you do? <laughs> to teach the ghost child a lesson, I lit its toys on fire. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, look, I'm a lawful evil character. So I'm playing very lawful evil. I am following the moral guidelines set by my character very strictly. I am deeply role-playing this character. I don't care about combat. I only care about the, the role-play part. I wrote a deep story. I'm living my law. And you know what? The ghost fucked with me, so I burned his toys. <laughs> so, so you did this, and, and as you're doing this, Cameron decided he was going to just as a souvenir take the little boy's skull. Um, yeah. Just, just that's his, just game. a half. That's yeah. his thing. Um, so then the little boy. Oh, I crushed the rest of their bones. You also. did crush the rest yeah, of the bones. So I, the yeah. little boy's name was Thorn. Decided to get retribution on you by possessing you, and giving yeah. you an overwhelming sense of fear and sadness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, from there you guys decided you were going to go down and fight the monster in the basement um, it, it turns out there was no monster it was a cult that was demanding a sacrifice yes so this was this is where uh, we, we kind of went off book and I think it, it was to great effect yeah, absolutely I couldn't believe when you said that this was all off the cuff so the, so the cult is demanding a sacrifice and nobody wants to sacrifice their own characters uh Hang on a second. This is a different drink than you were drinking a second ago. You just pulled out. You you had a drink. You had a canned drink, and I was looking at it, and I was thinking, "Oh, that looks fun." And then you just reached over, and you suddenly have a different drink in your hand. Here's how professional I am. <laughs> Pre-open, so you guys don't hear the popping noise. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted there. Yeah. Um, so not having any live creatures or not wanting to to kill ourselves, uh, Cameron went and he decided to put the child's skull. Uh, on the altar and so at that point the ghost uh, the spirit that was inhabiting nate's body flew out of nate and thankfully cor- i was very sick of being terrified it was very <laughs> tough to play it was a very difficult thing to and i was i was doing i was really into it you gave me an a, 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 an acting point 
they have acting points now. Yeah, so oh, I got, I got a role, inspiration. Inspiration. Yeah. So yeah. I got an inspiration point for role playing. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but I was really sick of being scared. <laughs> so the the ghost flew out of Nate and it corporealized on the altar as a as the little boy now made flesh, ready to be sacrificed. Would have been so easy to just do that. Yeah, an evil party and a kid to kill. Yeah, boy, that'd have been an easy solution. But what did you do? Well, I. I See, I like again. I'm, I'm in on the role playing. This is why I'm doing this. You want to play a tactics game? You want to you want to min max a character? I will play a board game. But I role played and I rolled up my character and we said it before. But my backstory is I have to protect the innocent. And so the kid, I couldn't quite tell if it was alive or not. So I told the cultists to go f themselves. <laughs> and that led to a, a, a large. And then the, then the damn kid wasn't even alive. And I we so they should have just killed the kid without me looking. And we had a discussion afterwards. The party doesn't have to listen to me. But I just so have to stay it. in character. You get so invested that nobody wants to mess with what you're doing because you're you are basically the heart and soul of this team at this yeah. point. Uh, so so they instead they summoned a giant trash monster yeah. uh, to come and and destroy you guys. Um, and this was this was another fun thing. So so my girlfriend Delaney, she's not big on RPGs. Right. She's not a big right. fan. We try, I tried to get her into a Dresden Files game that I ran uh, a couple of years ago, um, which is a very story heavy. It doesn't have a lot of firm combat mechanics. It's very creative based. And I, I asked a lot of her role playing wise because I built this world and I built uh, all of these these arcs for the characters and I wanted to give them decisions to make. Turns out she does not like being put on the spot to role play. She yeah. likes games with strategy and with tactics. So yeah. um, it was not her game, and she basically said, "I'm never playing an RPG again." Um, I was able to convince her, and once you joined the game, because uh, you know you're, you're old friends, you used to work right. together. Yep. Uh, that's how we know each other. Yep. So she said, "Okay, I'll give it a try, so that I can kind of hang out with Nate, and we can all play a game together." But on, on a very firm. You know, I have to enjoy and have a good time playing. It can't be just miserable with this. Um, but she's actually gotten, she's playing a paladin. She's gotten very into the um, me uh, mechanics of fighting. So she actually destroyed the monster. She, she had the most epic role. It was so great. Yeah, so she did. She just kept critting the, the creature and, and wholly smiting it. And um, really, really was the was the combat MVP for the night. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So, so I don't yeah. So she had a D10 and it was from your bag and it was the... It was. It just had zero. It was probably the percentage half of the D10. And she, the first time she rolled it, she looked down and was so sad because she got a zero. <laughs> and we were all we were all clapping like that's a ten. So then she was so happy. <laughs> and I don't think she ever didn't roll a ten with that it's die. True. It was always her, her last attack was a natural twenty to hit, mm -hmm. and then two tens on that die, right? And a four on a d four, right? It yeah. was just dealt dealt something like twenty five damage in in one hit, uh, and and just smoked the creature. Yeah, and made the story for the night, and made her happy, and so it was like really it was a party bonding thing. So. Yeah, you did a great job altering that scenario to to pull that all together, and yeah. I'm so glad we did that. And then we had to escape the house, and it was it was basically your game grind house. Yeah, you were so giddy <laughs> as we just had to destroy ourselves, but we made it out. And it was a, I think I think we were you know I think by the end everybody was really happy and it was a great session. Good, you did a great job DMing. I think Delaney started to find some character quirks mm -hmm. for her character. Yeah, and, you know Cameron's got his. He has his. I think he like me has his. A very clear view of who he is, right? And then I think we just had the conversation afterwards of, dude, just you're evil. 
don't listen to me. I don't, I don't want to be alpha storying. Yeah. Like do, do you, but well, I just like, and, and we have one member missing who also right. takes a lot of story. He's, he's a, a kind of more in the story as well. And yeah. so with him missing, it, it really fell squarely on your shoulders to, uh, yeah. to, to keep things lively. I think at some points. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you were pretty, uh, you, you got tired of the bit of us sending his character into everything oh first. God. Yeah. Ne- next time he's just going to get knocked on the head and be passed out for the whole game. He's a fucking orc, man. You send him in first. That's his, that's the point. <laughs> Every single room they went in, send Kevin in first. Push him in. Okay, well, all right. He goes He goes in and, and there's a there's like a lockbox. Have him smash the lockbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were using it. It's just a guinea pig. It's the little brother with a second controller that didn't do anything. After, after a while, he started refusing. Uh, so, so that was our so D game. We'll, yeah. we'll keep we'll keep you posted as we keep playing. Oh, you've got your your character. There's my now. character. Yeah, he's level three now. I got yeah. cool stuff. I was I'm very excited with some of the new toys I have. So that's cool. Pretty sweet. So cool. very fun. D and D can't recommend it enough. Really, I came home kind of just like happy. I got some creativity out and felt good. Forgot about what's been going on this week, and, sure. and that was uh, that was really nice. And speaking of it, I think your your thing is is about the your thing for the week is is about. Kind of yeah, I'll, I'll, and, yeah, I'll start off. So yeah. yeah, so 2018. I think we are all we are all guilty of this, John. Mm. But the, it just 2018 itself became a meme, and it was just like 2018 sucks. 2018 sucks, you know. And I think a lot of us let that meme kind of become reality and internalized it. And so 2018 was a year that I would say more than any other year happened to me, rather than me living that year. And, you know, going into this year, I got I got some time off for the holidays. IDW gave us a lot of time off. And I sat and kind of reflected on the failures I had done for that made a bad year worse. 2018 was a bad year. Sure. But I allowed it to be a bad year for myself when I could have controlled more things. So I, I went into 2019 knowing that and saying, okay, you're going to get back to some things that, you know, mind, mind body, and soul... If you focus on those three things, you improve your year. So, you know, I'm back to writing. I'm writing a couple of scripts right now. I'm editing one script and I'm writing another. Um, I have a script from a famous house person in my inbox who I talked to. I'm not going to say his name, but it was really cool. I'll tell you afterwards. Um, And then, uh, so I'm back on that. I'm I'm working out. Um, Music is the sole part for me. If I don't listen to music, I get depressed. I'm a very depressive person. I have anxiety and depression very, very heavily. So... Um, so the, the last thing that, that I took into the week was, uh, I, I discovered 10% happier, which is a meditation book app and podcast. And it's about meditation, but it removes a lot of the whoosh of it. And, and so I'm, I'm doing that now and I'm listening to that podcast. I'm doing small meditations and as an example of how non-traditional it is, uh, Earlier today, I have had a very bad day, and I've uh, I, and earlier today I blared the song "No Children" by the Mountain Goats, which uh, is a is about the most negatively worded song ever, but to a very catchy tune. Okay, um, it, it's just read the. We should. I'll, I'll drop the lyrics in the show notes. They're they're very dark. Okay, and I just chanted a mantra of "It's just paper." It's just paper. So if you walked by my office, I was a crazy person. But I took three minutes to do that, and, and it was better. And I think this guy like takes a lot of the... On the podcast, it's very good. He interviews people who meditate. John Mulaney is on one. Oh, If you'd right. like to hear the creation of uh, Oh Hello, 
he brings up that, which is uh, seeing two guys in a bookstore that were mid-70s buying a, a biography of Alan Alda. And uh, it was very obvious that they lived together, but yet were selfish enough to not share a book. <laughs> and from that, Kroll, I think Kroll made that joke, and from that came Oh Hello. But, but he talks with them, and I thought, he breaks down these great points, like uh, how like there's all these bullshit stories. Like, you know, you read on Facebook, like the the lofty meditation teacher who has his students fill a jar with sand and pebbles and big rocks and they can't do it. Mm. And then he shows them that you put the big rocks in and then the pebbles and then the sand. And the point is like, worry about the big rocks in your life and everything else is easy. But he also brings up the point, which is better. He makes it more pragmatic and he goes, some days you can't handle even the big rocks. You're not going to get all the big rocks broken that day. And so that was really good for me is to know I'm going to go home. There's going to be a big rock still sitting here on my desk that I didn't break today that I wish I had that in that, but there, you're not going to succeed every day. And so embracing that has been very good for me. Um, I feel 10% happier and, uh, it's supposed to be a compounding 10%. So it's not nominal. It's actually compounding interest on my 10%. Oh, perfect. So there you go. That's a really, yeah. 10% yeah. on your 10%. I'm getting 10% on my 10%, man. So, uh, you know, Amex can suck it because my happiness is getting compounding interest too. So, so that's what I've been doing. A little more mindfulness and more of uh, living 2019 instead of 2019 living me. Okay. So there you go. That's fantastic. Um, uh, now you're going to have to, yeah. now you're like stuck after I did that and you're going to say a fun thing and it's so, like, oh. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, so the tra- so back at Comic-Con, uh-huh. trailer dropped for the new DC Universe show, Titans. Everyone it bad. It, it was awful. so bad. It was, it was trying real hard to be edgy. Fuck Batman. Yeah, trying to be overly dark. Yeah. Um, and then the pi- I watched the pilot and it was trying really hard to be edgy it was overly dark. And then something happened. Okay. Uh, what happened? That episode two was delightful. Oh. Uh, episode two was heartfelt and it was uh, interesting and it was a tight story rather than trying to introduce 40 people and all of their darkness. Um, and it was, it was well acted and I went, oh, well this is a little refreshing. And then I watched a epi- the next episode and then the next and every episode got a bit better. Um, until by the end of the season, I, I was in love with this show. This is a fantastic show. If you're a fan of DC, if you're a fan of more adult storytelling in comics, um, really Titans is worth your time. I watched it the same way I watched Cobra Kai, which is that um, I got a free one-week subscription mm-hmm. to DC yep. Universe app. Um, and I used that week to binge watch Titans and then promptly canceled my subscription. Yep. Um, but honestly, it's worth it. it. It does not play like how the trailer makes it seem. Everything from the trailer is from this pilot that was clearly made long before the show went to series. Um, and they definitely had some notes between the pilot and when they, when nice. they went to series. Yeah. It's funny when you can tell that. It's obvious yeah. that they really, really re-examined what this show was going to be about. Um, the first episode is full of unbelievably cheesy dialogue. Mm. It feels almost like an, ep- like a, like an R-rated episode of Gotham. Um, and then the rest of the series plays like a super-powered road trip. Nice. Is the best way I could put it. And it is just just fun. It is a lot of fun. And I love it. So I'm really, really recommending 
that you, you do what I did, um, or if you have a VPN, it is now on Netflix um, on international. Oh. So anywhere but the U.S., you can now watch it on Netflix. So if you got a VPN, you can do it that way. But I just did the, the one-week free subscription to DC Universe, and it, I, it was great. Honestly, yeah. I super, super recommend it. So that's my thing for this week. Nice. I'm going to check that out. Uh, funny thing DC did, they, they made that app, and that was to get you to both watch the show, but also they were giving you comic content. Right. They dropped this week that they're joining Comixology Unlimited and Amazon Prime. Why, what, in what world do you pull all your damn shows onto your thing? Like, I can't watch Arrow on Hulu anymore because you're trying to own your own apps. But then right when you're ramping your app... You dump your comics onto these other like what? Well, and they've what? dumped their they've dumped Titans onto international Netflix. So yeah. So it, don't it's an odd like, move. What is the? It's just a. It's baffling. Yeah. I don't understand what they're doing there. Anyway, um, yeah, but uh, that's cool. I'm gonna check that out. And the ten percent happens to recircle. Yeah. I, I think the the point of that slogan is meditation doesn't fix everything. Right. Like there's you know there's the. You know the people who will tell you oh just meditate just do yoga and everything's fine. It doesn't fix everything, but. Makes you slightly more okay to deal with things. Yeah. You chant no paper for four minutes and then you answer emails from people who really care about paper and you go, oh, it's just paper. It doesn't solve the shit that's going on in your life. It just makes you a little bit more well prepared to face the shit in your life. Yeah, it just helps a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I needed. That's all I needed. So there you go. Cool. All right. And our company got 10% better because we... Did a, we moved a lot of big rocks this week. We sure did. And yeah. uh, I think we've got a lot more to do, but I, I think we're in a really good position to make 2019 a successful year That's and right. really get some stuff out. Oh, and then, of course, Pun Pong. Um, Pun Pong's shipping next week. Pun Pong is, is just about to ship. Um, we, as soon as we Nate still, picks a box size. And we still need to actually send out that backer kit. Survey. Survey. Difference. Whatever. We're not using survey. the backer kit. Okay. All right. Survey. survey. Uh, I, I say it the same way I say... Kleenex are, are facial tissues, or, yeah. or cotton swabs are Q-tips. Right. Okay, well, no, 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 that's very, it's not, this is not apples and apples. All right, all right. It's, well, you're, yeah. see, I'm just the design guy, you know yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. You do, the, you do the fun stuff. All right. Surveys. Well, surveys. Surveys. We've out. got to send surveys. Yes. So, uh, for the four of you that listen to this and bought that game, John's mom. Uh, a survey, probably in the next week. You'll probably get it, I just sent us an update, you'll get it Monday at the latest. Oh, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, surveys. Going out. All right. Survey says, check your email. That's hey. <laughs> All right. Well, don't shop at Mattress Farm. Uh, Castle, new new episodes for 2019, booting up, I think. Actually, new episodes of Frank Castle and The Punisher dropping next week, so you're right. No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about this ABC show. I don't know. It's, oh, it's oh, a new it's sh- a different show. Yeah, it's a, oh. new, it's a new show, Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. And uh, he's a writer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But he works for the cops. Whoa. So it's a, it's a bit of a fish out of water story. Okay. Just heating up. So he's, he's just It's a will they won't they with his partner. He's just working for the cops, right? He's like a rookie in the cops. Yeah, 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 he's the yeah, rookie, yeah. right? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a totally different product. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does the rookie have a season two? How does the rookie have a season one? <laughs> oh, no. Bring back Castle. All right. All right. That's it. That's it.